Our cars were ready in Bristol, but we all showed up with our backup cars for our own all-star race in Charlotte. This is the Backup Car Podcast. I don't know about that, but that felt good. We'll take it. Is that is that it? This is the start? Are we doing... Are we, this is week two where it's just our ramblings to start the podcast. Hello, everybody. I kind of like that. That's a real big podcast feel. When you kind of have those little rumbles, it's just like random conversation before the podcast starts. I think that's how podcasts are supposed to be. Yeah. I like it. Um, Before we get into anything, we have the Kentucky race to talk about. We have the All-Star race to talk about. We have the best race track ever coming up. And that was a little bit of sarcasm. You can't really tell. Um, <laughs> lots to talk about, but... I want to give a big, uh, you know, shout out, prayers, uh, speedy recovery hopes to our boy, Brendan Gone. Uh, Our man, you know, we talked about him so much at the beginning of the podcast. We fell off. COVID screwed up everything and it's screwing it up even more, but it's, you know, Brendan, we're thinking about you, man. Uh, I think he's our favorite driver for this podcast. Oh, without a doubt. Oh yeah, this is great. So, yeah. Um, hi guys. Uh, what a you know, a little different. Um, we've done this before, but uh, podcast being uploaded on Friday, the seventeenth of July. We are recording on the sixteenth. What? On Friday. Oh God! I, you know what? I saw Rebecca Black on Twitter the other day. She oh, was gonna know? do. She was doing something with um Anthony Fantano, and I'm just like. Why? Is she still a thing? She's still around? Like, I've thought about that song randomly, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because, like, I remember how bad that song was in the last... And, oh, and yeah. then COVID was so, is so bad, and the last time I felt that bad about something was probably Friday by <laughs> Rebecca Black. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's a, You know, it's weird to hear you say that, because it's like, I should, I've thought about that song. It's so weird. Um, but... Love that song. You loved it? No, absolutely okay. not. God, no. Yeah, I love being forced to listen to that in eighth grade social studies. Thank it's you, Friday, Friday. Friday. Yeah. She just yeah. sang it so weird because it could have been. I wonder if she ever like did a redo of it. She probably did. I would because I think the song could have been better. She just didn't sound good. It's Friday, Friday. Just tries to yeah. erase it from her head, to be honest. <laughs> just tries to forget about it. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend, weekend. Friday. Yeah. Um, let's move on because, uh, actually, we do have a race tomorrow, don't we? Because Friday's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. To- today we have a race tonight. No, we don't. Oh. We don't. I thought we did. What is uh, happening? I am so sorry. I thought we did. <laughs> Uh, nope, there's two races on, um, Saturday and then one on Sunday, which I think, I think is crazy. They should have been, they're going to Texas. It's just, uh, talk about that a little later. Um, Kentucky, uh, I want to say wild, um, but it was only for the cup race, a wild finish. Um, but we had two Xfinity races, a double Xfinity doubleheader. Big fan of that. Thursday night, Friday night. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I love some weekday racing. Uh, we got to 
See, we we finally got to see. Well, first of all, James got a pick right. Um, but second, we finally got to see Austin Cedric not only break through this season, but break through on the oval. Uh, yeah. Hasn't been able to win on an oval in his uh, cu- current career. I don't know. Did he ever win on an oval in trucks? No. I don't think he did. I'm going to look it up real quick. But uh, he has one win to his name. It was his last season. He won at Bowmanville. Wait, what the heck's Bowmanville? Bowmanville, Ontario? Oh, I thought it was called... I would I would expect it to be uh, uh, Canadian Most Tire Sport. or Mosport, you know? Well, yeah, I think it's near Bowmanville or something. That's why they yeah. designated it there, something like that. I'm looking at the results here for the race. Like, Yeah, DJ Kennington, Jason Hathaway, Alex Tagliani, Gary Clot. yep. Yeah. Um, so... Finally got his first, not only did he get his first NASCAR win on an oval, he got two back, he won both races. Um, and I think we've all thought, you know, actually my mind has changed about um, Austin Sendrick going into this season because it's just like, I I felt like he took the ride and I'm like, did he do anything to deserve the ride in trucks? And then he got the full-time Xfinity ride with Penske and again, I'm like, did he do anything to deserve that full-time Xfinity ride? Um <laughs> Wrecked a lot when he drove the 60. Yeah. Uh, that was just a bad seat. He, he actually, I mean, he started off his career like a lot of these guys have. It's just getting in a lot of accidents. And Centric has come together. And it's, last season he really came together. And this season, boom, two back-to-back wins here at Kentucky. Uh, I mean, he's got two, he had two career wins to start with. Literally doubled that. Uh, this past weekend at Kentucky. So, I mean, good for him. Shout out to Austin Cedric. I mean, he put together two really clean races. And I think, like, I think of Noah Gragson, right? Noah Gragson, he, you know, had a couple controversial wins. But then he had some two races where you thought he was going to win at Homestead, uh, where it finally had some clean races but just couldn't get it done. And maybe it's just the, the skill that Noah Gragson has. Uh, given that this is his second season, but I mean, Cedric's been around since 2017. Uh, this is his third full season, I believe. Um, I think so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just the show of maturity. It's just one year, but still, I mean, Cedric was getting it together this last year, just like Noah Gragson starting to get it together this year. So we'll see what goes on. Um, but I mean, congrats to Austin. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I only predicted him to win one and he got two. Oh wait, you pro- James? I thought picked them. Who picked them? Somebody. Both of us. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. You no, know, you know what happened? I picked Cindric for the first race, and I'm pretty sure Casey picked Cindric for the second race. That's it. Because remember, I said that I, as to what, how how I call it, I picked Cindric to win this race. But he was gonna drive angry after what happened in Indy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't always uh, doesn't always matter if the equation's correct as long as you get the right answer. So, haha, uh, second day, and James just, is just like, "I got my first day." Ha, uh, screw you! But <laughs> don't mind me, guys. I'm opening up a beer. I'm gonna go with a nice Cooperstown Brewing Company Old Slugger Pale Ale. Ooh! I was just there for the show. 
last weekend, so I picked up some beer while I was there. It's kind of what I like to do at each place. I like to grab some beer when I leave. So, um, Cooper sounds cool. A lot of base, <laughs> a lot of baseball stuff, man. We're, we, I want to go to uh, I when why. I do for this show. I want to go to um, North Carolina. I gotta see like there's gotta be some NASCAR breweries. I know Michael Waltrip has one in Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Wow, uh, even farther, even more obscure. Uh, <laughs> he has one in um, starts in I potatoes, Iowa? potatoes, in, uh, Idaho, Duh, Idaho. Idaho. He has a brewery in Idaho. I don't know if it's. I, I would guess it's just his name. If there's a potato beer there, I would try it. Michael Waltrip Brewing Company. There it is. Doesn't uh, Doesn't Dale Junior have a bar somewhere like Whiskey Texas? River? Yep. I don't That's know. Uh, I don't know. People can go there. Yeah, you can party at Whiskey River. Let's see. Michael Waltrip, two-time Daytona 500 champion and founder of Michael Waltrip Brewing Company. Mm. I don't believe it. You want to know why I don't believe it? Like, I bet it's just his name on it. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm not, you know. But, I mean, that's kind of what Michael Waltrip Racing was. You know, I'm not not taking a stab. It was just, it was Rob Kaufman's team. Yeah. It's just the name Michael Waltrip thrown on it. So, I don't know. If Michael Waltz was brewing the beer himself, hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. There he is. He's with the, this crew. They've been buddies for years. And that evening, Michael Waltrip, this is a one one night in the summer of 2018. Oh, this is like a start of a movie. Mm-hmm. It was founded on handshakes. Later, they added Blade. <laughs> Blade to the team and started giving... Siri, getting serious about developing their first recipe. That's Michael Waltrip, C- CFO. He's the chief fun officer. So he's not brewing the beer himself, but it's his place. I mean, that's pretty cool. But I think it's in, yeah, it's in Idaho, I'm pretty sure. How can I go? I want to go visit. You guys want to go? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, plane tickets and stuff. The place looks pretty yeah. cool. It says we're brewing up something special in Arizona. Where the hell is it? <laughs> where is this place? <laughs> I swear, I I know where. That's it, just the tap room. Where is it? This is Texas. What? Where is this place? I don't know. This podcast has gone off the rails here. <laughs> this podcast. I'm telling you, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Cast. First time beverage. Thing. <laughs> I wanted to, I tried, I've looked into them before and I wanted to get beer sent. I mean, it's cool that it's so it's, it's all their beers are called two time something. And I love that it's called two time because it's totally a reference to his Daytona 500 wins. Yeah. Ooh, um, like he has, they have the two time checkered pass coconut IPA. Ooh, two time blonde ale and the two time, uh, vom, vomimos. Mexican lager. Not bad. Those sound. I want to try them. How do I buy them? They're not going to send them to me? All right, Michael Walter Brewing Company. You guys have an opportunity to be a part of this podcast. Send them our way. Let's see. <laughs> oh, they have, they have an untapped, too. Where are they? Tell me where they are. Popular locations. Boise, Idaho. Ah, I told you. I told you, guys. Um, As to where else in Idaho? <laughs> I don't know. 
It says, do you own this brewery? Or brewery? Claim the brewery. I'm trying to find exactly where it is. I swear to God, it's just, that's not even the place. It just says where you can buy them. Everything's in Idaho. I don't know. That's my guess. It's there. Um, but congrats, Austin Zendrick. <laughs> it's just, uh, Riley Herbst finished... Uh, didn't he finish second? No. Where's right. the... He was second, I think, in uh, what, the first race, of, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, that was a weird race because like Ross Chastain was like he he had something happen to him. What he pit road incident, and then he was able to get back. Something weird happened at the end. Brett Moffat got a top ten. Ryan C got top, Kyle Weatherman got yep. eighth. I forgot eighth. about that. Yeah, beautiful Jeez. run for him. Yeah, I, I just he love keeps impressing I, me. I love it because I I don't love it. I don't like Mike Harmon. I don't like his team. It's it's bittersweet for you. I there's think too, you there's <laughs> too much uh, uh, there's too much that's gone on with him that it's just kind of hard to like the guy. I'm sorry, I don't care. This is this podcast has already been off the rails. Uh, we've already ta- I've already talked about people I don't like. Uh, nothing against Mike Harmon. I just uh, the guy seems real sketchy. There's a lot of sketchy stuff behind him. I'm sorry. You want me to pull up articles? So. Let, let's uh, try- as politely as we possibly can. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying right. some sketchy business practices. People yep. do it. It happens. Uh, right. Pat McAfee show is rubbing off on me so bad. <laughs> it's <just laughs> so funny. Um, Kyle Edmund wrecked the next race. I felt bad for him. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Because he started, didn't he? Where did he start? He started eighth. They started where they finished. No, they didn't. Uh, they inverted. They, inverted. The they inverted the top fifteen, so he ended up seven, starting seventh or eighth. Yeah, and I, I did hear that he wrecked. I think on like lap three. Yeah, I'm like that sucks. Like, come on, Kyle Weatherman. Like, nothing not his fault. It's, it shit happens. But um, it says right here, Kyle Weatherman zero laps in the second race. Oh, so he just hit the wall first. Yeah, lap. Oh, what's first lap? Sounds like it. And, and you know, there, there's a lot to say about. Uh, a, a underfunded team that somehow gets a top 10. And, you know, we can say a lot about Mike Harmon, but let's try to keep it as politically exactly. correct as we can. There is a lot about Mike Harmon that is really easy to disagree with for us. Perfect. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're saying it. That to the side. Yeah. yeah no, the thing and... is, I will put that aside because you know what? Look, and I don't think it's a secret. Uh, that 74 team has never done anything. Never. Nope. Uh, never in yeah, trucks, funded, never yeah. in Xfinity. Yeah. Uh, then they added the 47. I thought the team was only going to get worse. I yeah. have been surprised this season by how those cars have ran. They didn't start off good. Um, but I think the no practice has really helped them. Yeah. Um, especially Kyle Weatherman, who's been doing so. decent. Yeah. Uh, I think all the, sh- the Chevys in Xfinity is, in general um, have kind of stepped up. I think. Uh, like, uh, even you know, JD like, oh, has done better. And, uh, yeah, JD's been solid, too. I mean, didn't BJ McLeod run top 10 a couple weeks ago? Um, He was up there, yeah. It's just insane. decent. So, I don't, it's I, not that you can really put expectation on anything. Like, it's literally a wild card with COVID and no practice and yeah. everything. But, uh I don't know. I've that's something I guess I've noticed somehow. So, I'm gonna mention the second race here. Uh Briscoe finished second. 
Um, Justin Haley, Ross Chastain, Justin Allgaier, top five. Anthony Alfredo, who uh, had back-to-back six-place finishes. Uh, Good for him. I love Alfredo running good. He's a great personality for the sport. I love his live streams. Fast pasta, man. Um, Hemrick got ninth. I actually thought he, I really thought he was going to win. Uh, I thought, I thought he was going to be one to win. He didn't, you know, he was up there. just didn't do much. Um, really rest of the field ended up being what you'd think. Um, but I just, I, I don't know how I, how to word. I feel bad. I feel bad for Brandon Jones. Dude has had, I think the worst luck since coming back cuz the guy won at Phoenix. Yeah. And then comes back. I mean, I've been putting him on my my uh DraftKings lineups. I've just been I'm like Brennan Jones. I told people I'm like watch him. I'm like if you're going to bet money on this race, I think Brennan Jones is going to be really good. And I thought this is going to be a really awesome season for Brennan Jones. Um if anyone is not doing good after with no practice or qualifying, it's Brennan Jones. Uh mm-hmm. wrecked at Pocono, wrecked here. Um both races. I mean, he was running third when he wrecked in this one. I don't know what happened, if it was a tire issue, but he was running a lot better. And I think, again, he ran the race the day before. That helped him out for the next race, but lost it at the end. And, I mean, I feel bad for him. Also, made me lose 50 bucks. I didn't bet 50 bucks, but I was in the $50 range. That's not why I'm upset. I'm not upset. I feel bad for him. So, uh, yeah, that sucks. What happened there? Like... What is going on with Brandon Jones? I mean, it, it just looks like he's watching the draw. A whole ton of confidence right now, and it's hard to get confidence when you just wreck what seems to be every single race. Yeah, uh, you know the the Phoenix win was a long time ago. It, you know, it was it was in what February, so yeah, uh, March. It, you know, it was a really long time ago, and you know, after a little while, it it gets to the point where you feel like whatever you had in Phoenix is just gone. Yeah, and it you, feels like yeah. five years instead of five months. You're driving a totally different car with a totally different team, and you have swapped bodies with a driver who has no business being in the series. You know, it, it's a really big blow to the confidence of drivers like Brandon Jones, who is trying to make a name for himself and trying to catch the eye of Joe Gibbs Racing and try to get that gig when Denny Hamlin retires or uh, or Kyle Bush retires or Truex. somebody else. Drew Martin I mean, Truex. They, they got three guys. I mean, Kyle Bush isn't retiring anytime soon. We all no. know that. Kyle Bush has like seven good years left in him. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Truex, they both, I think, are near the end of their careers. I mean, yeah. Denny Hamlin's, what, 39? Uh, Truex is 40, at least. I mean... They're not losing their stride. They're still both doing really good. I mean, yep. even in the cup race this weekend, Truex led a ton. Um, Denny Hamlin has four wins this season. He It's him and Harvick who are kicking ass right now. So, you know, you never know. But if Brandon Jones is running like this, you're not going to get a ride. I, I just don't see it. I, the only thing I could see is uh, I he has this relationship with Menards. I don't know what or why, uh, but that could play a factor because, I mean, who knows what uh, Wood Brothers are going to do because there might be some sort of sponsorship tie there. Maybe all of a sudden Menards is like, well, we want to, you know, put Brennan Jones in cup. They backed Paul Menard, not against Paul Menard. Paul Menard was a mid, 
field driver his entire career. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they were like, hey, well, we've been backing Brandon Jones. Let's get Brandon Jones in cup, you know. Maybe. I'd be upset. Matty D deserves this. He's been doing great. Eh. Better. He's been doing a lot better. He's had a better season than Paul Menard so far. Uh, nothing against Paul, again, because I like Paul. Um, shout out 2011, uh, 2011 Rickyard. Yeah. yeah. But, yep. um, yeah, I mean, I wish he got one more win. That's one That's one driver I wish I got to see one more time get a victory. And I swear it was going to come out like Talladega or, Day- or Daytona. <laughs> it's too bad. Um, we had the truck race on Saturday. Um, I didn't get to watch it. Uh, it got rained out, but it was very weird. It rained out right after the end of stage two. Uh, so stage two finished and then boom, rain and Sheldon Creed first victory. All right, Sheldon. I can't help but think of Plankton every time I hear your name. Uh, but yeah, uh, congrats to Sheldon. Actually, I made I made a meme once where I put Sheldon Creed's face over Plankton, and it was behind him. It was Sheldon in big letters on the screen. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I should say that on the podcast, but it was really funny. <laughs> it was, um, you know, and you know what's yeah. really about Sheldon Creed? He beat three four, uh, Thor Sport trucks: Ben Rhodes, Matt Crafton, Johnny Sauter, second, third, and fourth. This is you know, Matt Crafton's best finish of the seasons, I think, so far. Crafton has not had a good season. Yeah, not not even close. But, but you know, and it, you could say that the order was, was kind of skewed because of the rain. And, you know, the, there are a lot of uh, things that you could mention that, you know, that, that could easily make the news in this race. But right now, Sheldon Creed enjoying win number one. A win is a win is a win is a win. Those words were spoken by the great Mark Martin. And might I add, is a win. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, Sheldon Creed, it doesn't matter that it was in the rain. If it's on his record in NASCAR, he'll take it. I think the one thing, I, I'm actually, I'm looking at, we, we something that we never do that I think is worth uh, looking forward for us to do <laughs> as we continue on with this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um the point standings right now for the truck series. The truck series, we got to remember, there's going to be ten trucks in the playoffs this season. Uh, this uh, playoffs uh, season, which is exciting. But when you look at your top ten in points, uh, it is a very different story than previous seasons. We have uh, Matt Crafton sitting twelfth. We have Stuart Friesen start, uh, sitting fourteenth. Both those guys were Crafton's the past champion. Friesen was in the top. He finished second. I'm pretty sure in the race, but he was in the championship four last year actually the last two years wasn't he and uh i mean like i said i brought it up a bunch of times there's the toyotas are not working well with Stuart freezing right now it was a big change for that team um they're still trying to get it together but your point leader is austin hill which i just did not know he has got a top 10 in every race this season sheldon creed is second in points ben road is rose is third and I didn't realize Christian Eckes was having such a good season. He's fourth yeah, in points right now. I've noticed him up there um, since um, since we've come back. He's well, been strong on season because he's driving that fifty-one truck, and that one, that's the one that's supposed to be wiping the floor with all these other trucks in the series. You know that that's the truck that's supposed to be going out there contending to win every single race. You know K- KBM uh, trucks traditionally are supposed to be the, the best the, in the field the class, 
in every single race. And you have a couple of young guys in these trucks right now, Rafael Assard being one of them, uh, Ekis, and, you know, there's there's a lot of questions to uh, some of those young men. And, and right now, you know, Chandler Smith as well in the JBL Toyota who made, uh, was that his first start of the, the season? I think been? so. And he I ran great. Chandler good. Smith, I think, is... He's going to be in this series next year. I mean, he yeah. has been good every time he's stepped into a KBM and I, truck. Yeah, and I think he's going to be in NASCAR for a while. He looks very, very good. This had to be Chandler Smith's second race. I can't find his name. Let's see. Uh, recent reference, I'm sure he's got to be on that. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. But um, uh, he, he, he makes Arca look easy. Pretty much half the time he's in there, I notice. He, he'll be winning a race or something, or, being up, <laughs> or at least being in the battle for the win. He's He's good. Yeah. Oh, there he so, is. It, that was his first race last this past week. Week. Yeah. So, um, I like I like Chandler Smith, man. He's a good. He he seems like he's really he's got he got a he he didn't get a top ten in this race, but every time, otherwise he's been really. I keep burping. He's done really good, and you look at um you know I I just I'm I'm being very shocked. I'm feeling very shocked as I look through this uh point standings because we got twenty. We have 22 drivers who have started every race. Um, there's tw- Spencer Davis is the only one who's cracked that uh, list of drivers who have seven starts. He's got only six starts, um, which Spencer Davis, shout out to him. I mean, he, he really has done pretty well for his own team there. Um, but Rafael Lassard has not gotten a top 10 finish this season for KBM. And I got to say, that's not, all, not only for KBM, that's a shocker. But I think a lot of people expected a lot of things out of Lassard. You know, he put a, he raced part-time in the series last year with uh, KBM. I think he drove in the 51, and, you know, they put him in the fourth and thinking that that truck was going to do something special this year. And he looked kind of racy at Daytona, but he hasn't really been on the map since then. Uh, he's had a lot of just accidents. I mean, the guy's, uh, he's only finished five of the seven races. His average finish is 20th. He's led yeah. two laps. That's it. I mean... It's not I'm good. At Daytona, I, I think about um, and you know, the the other thing though, what's what's cool with the truck series? I mean, anybody could win. I think there's a lot of drivers in this field that are coming every week who can win. Uh, I look at Ty Majeski, who I think is a great driver. He's got two top tens this season. He is below Rafael Lasard in points. Which that's that's sixteenth in points. He could go out. That Nice team is a pretty good team. I think that we could be shocked by Ty. Um, and then you got like, I mean, of course, you got two guys. Like I said Matt Craft and Stuart Friesen, who are that far down in points right now. I mean, that's insane. Especially, but it it, it kind of you look at the other guys who uh, this season. I mean, actually, Grant Enfinger, the only two top fives and top tens that he has are the two victories he's had. Other than that, he has not uh, done it much else. Um, Zane Smith has been the real big surprise this season in trucks. I have thoroughly, really, I've enjoyed I've loved watching Zane Smith succeed. Um, yeah. I think Todd Gillen deserves a shout-out because he seems to be some sort of factor every week. Um one DNF this this season, but he's got five top tens. Uh, you kind of it makes you think, you know. Of course, this is a front row DGR truck, but yeah. um, you know what would he be doing in a KBM truck? Is that truck equal? I think the truck series is very equal. There's equal vehicles, 
But still, I mean, I, I would assume that KBM is a better team. I mean, this is definitely, he's putting together a pretty, a quietly good season here. I mean, even Brett Moffitt, who was the man for a long time. He's sitting the eighth in points. That's it. He doesn't have a win this season. I mean, our wins have come from cup drivers. Um, and one of them was also Brandon Jones who got a win at Pocono. So, um, rising because he's with GMS racing now. And that's, that's a team that was supposed to be on the map. You know, John, Johnny Sauter dominated when he was that team and they dumped him for Brett Moffitt. So, yeah. you know, I, I just think that he is above Johnny Sauter in points. I can at least say that, but yeah. he's got one top five, three top 10 Sauter has, Three top fives, five top tens. It just must be a couple worse finishes than Moffat on the season. Yeah. And there's only, oh. there's only a couple drivers who have finished every race this season. That's Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed, Derek Krause. Shout out to Derek Krause, who is 11th in points. He's right there on the bubble. He's only, right points-wise, he's only uh, 14 points out of it. Which is not bad at all. And that's a lie. He's only nine. No, that's fourteen. That's right. Um, and then uh, who's the other? Uh, Stuart Friesen has finished every race, which again makes his stats even more surprising. Uh, which makes me more believe that Toyota is ha- he's having an issue with the Toyotas. Um, and Corey Roper has finished every race, and Spencer Boyd. But that's they're below. They're down low because their trucks are not as good. But. Yeah, what an interesting season it's been for trucks so far. Yeah, and it's been very difficult to pick one that is just so much better than the rest of them. I can't wait for this series to hit the playoffs and and just for everything to go absolutely bonkers because Austin Hill, who's leading the standings right now, it's it's fair to say that a Shigiaki Hattori racing truck would would be competitive in the uh, the championship as well now and that was especially with austin hill who I, I believe won the championship last year didn't he no uh crafton remember no wins That's right yeah uh austin yep. hill did win the championship race he just wasn't in the final four right 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 um he's got an average finish of if you round it it's fifth average finish of fifth this season that's yep. impressive that's very impressive for somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't have a win yet either he's gonna yep. get a win austin hill has i think that he is the biggest surprise in the past two two years, uh, other than COVID. I mean, he is the he is the biggest surprise. I just did not expect this from him. I did not expect him to come out. Of course, Daytona, anybody could win. But then he shows up to other tracks. Like, how many wins did he get last season? He got three. Uh, let me go career stats. The thing about Austin Hill that that four surprise was because before he. Driving that 16 for Hattori Motor uh, Racing, he was driving that Hero 2 for, um, oh my goodness. The, the uh, current, young, current, young motorsports. And, and that, that truck just wasn't on the map doing anything. I mean, that, that truck itself has been in the series for a nice long time, but it wasn't really breaking any news of any kind. So, you know, that's probably the big thing that, that took everybody back because that Shiggy Hattori decided to hire that guy driving a team that really didn't do anything and all of a sudden here he is in championship form almost won it and you know look early on this well I say early on midway through this season 
he's looking pretty darn good again. Oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I like Austin Hill. He's someone, yeah. uh, even when he drove the zero two, I mean, he had a couple decent finishes for the team that it is. Uh, even with a, he had a fifth place at Texas. Uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting. This is definitely, I, I, Xfinity has been incredible this season. And a lot of people have called out the Xfinity series as being, you know, really a must watch despite Chase Briscoe killing it. I mean, now we got Austin Cedric with two wins under his belt for the season. They got Ross Chastain, who makes every race exciting. Justin Allgaier has made every race exciting. Uh, and he hasn't got a victory yet. Neither one of those guys do. Uh, Justin Haley, he's a real good driver. He keeps getting these top five finishes. But then you got finishes from, like, Anthony Alfredo comes out and do go- does good. Can't, 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 I'm not mentioning Noah Gragson, who has been really good this season. I mean, there's a lot of guys who deserve a lot of credit. This Xfinity series has been really good. But, I mean, I watch trucks every year. It's captivating. I mean, I can't help but just sit there and be like, wow, like this is this is racing. This is racing. And they've been a lot of fun to watch because, again, we're having drivers make their own names in a series that isn't headlined by Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson or Denny Hamlin or Brad Keselowski or Joey Logano running over all of these younger guys who just haven't been able to build their own names and brands. Mm-hmm. So the the series itself has been absolutely fantastic. It's great to see Chase Briscoe getting ahead of everybody. It's great to see Austin Sindrick on the board twice now. Um, Ross Chastain, the redemption story continues for that man. Uh, you know, a lot of good things coming out of the Xfinity series now and you know, with, with with some of the talent coming up in the truck series, you know, they're 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 gonna be taking some of these key rides here in the Xfinity series before long, especially when Ross Chastain goes up to the Cup series and pilots the forty two full time. Unless unless uh, Chip Ganassi wants to sell his team right now and leaves the decision to some schmuck from, you know, Idaho or something like that. <laughs> to Brian Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show lodge racing. Come stay at my dad's lodge. <laughs> um, and the, the Xfinity series right now, definitely a, a I would say two horse race right now for the championship between uh, Briscoe and Sindrick. And, you know, always great to have some unique talent in there as well with Chastain and Haley and, you know, basically uh, anyone who decides to run at ta- uh, Daytona or Talladega. Um, we haven't talked about Kentucky Cup Series yet. James, I'll let you take that one. The uh, Cup Series at Kentucky yeah. experienced a first-time winner. Cole Custer completes four wide Bam. pass on straightaway and runs away with it against Martin Truex Jr., who got second. Matt DiBenedetto, who drove the uh, Menards uh, Wood Brothers machine to third. Kevin Harvick got fourth with the right side, uh, left side caved in. Uh, Kirk Busch, the defending winner of the race, got fifth. Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, Eric Almarola, who dominated the first two stages in the, this race, uh, gets uh, eighth. Brad Keselowski ninth, and Tyler Reddick in tenth. Three uh, other- rookies in the top ten. One of them won. Yep, yep. and. Uh, Cole Custer coming out of nowhere, driving what he says is the best car he's ever driven. 
A lot to be happy about for that young man. And he capitalized when the battle got hard and and just no give whatsoever between, uh, I believe it was Truex and Harvick who were going down the the front stretch side by side when uh, I think uh, Ryan, no, it was uh, Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. And then uh, uh, Kevin Harvick was there and there was contact between Blaney and Harvick. And, uh, you know, just a, a wild turn of events there in that last uh, couple of laps. I was thinking Ryan Blaney had the car right there at the end. He'll have to settle for sixth. Uh, some other key performances in this race. Uh, Matt Kenseth, a week after finishing second in the Brickyard, gets 25th. Chase Elliott got 23rd after being in the top 10 for most of the day. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my computer froze. But anyway, we're back. Uh, let's see. Here. Who else do we have? Bubba Wallace got 27th. This is, uh, worst, this is the worst race all season. Yep. I don't and... know what happened, but, I mean, I, I was listening. I got to listen to this race. Um, I didn't catch the end. Um, of course, I saw the finish like everyone else. But, I mean, the thing is, I've heard from a lot of people. Uh, radio is awesome because radio does a good job trying to make things exciting. And I felt like there was some passing, but it seemed like once Eric Amarola got the lead, I thought he was the guy. I mean, I'm, and we've seen this a ton of times. Eric Amarola would be really good. And, and the other thing we got to think about is Amarola is on this, going into this race, is on this five-race top five streak, which is insane. First of all, for any driver, that's insane. For Eric Amarola, we are currently seeing the best he's ever driven in his whole career. Um, look at, you know, his, his season, he had to get signed on for another year. People are not sure. Is he going to be in that 10 car again next season? Uh, making a really big case as Clint Boyer doesn't make a huge case in the 14. He's the one you, it, it's crazy to think, you know, if you look back at a couple years ago that Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, and, um, I mean, Cole Custer's in the 41, but, you know, when Kurt Busch was in the car, that the 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 best guy, or the worst of all those guys, is going to be Clint Boyer. I mean, Eric Amarola did not, it's almost like he's, he's like great value Martin Truex without the wins, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, drove for some teams, nothing was ever seemed like it, it was too bad, but, like, nothing was ever too good for him. And then he goes to front row in Toyota and is like, oh, that's victory lane. And now I have 29 wins. It's like, I think that's what, I don't know how many career wins he's got, but he's got a ton. Uh, 27, 27 career cup wins. I mean, from 2004, when he made his first two starts, then seven starts in 05. But from that time, all the way to 2015, I'll say, he only got three wins. That is a lot of years of full-time racing. And then he goes, you know, where Eric Amarola didn't do much, didn't do much, didn't do much. Rain win, didn't do much. Went to the 10 car, started running a lot better. But it was just, like, that's why I call him the great value Truex, where it's like, went to a different team, ended up doing a lot better. Um, that's a great uh, analogy right there. I love calling I love calling anything great value version of something else, because it's just... <laughs> It's not up to par, but come on. I'm you, you, tell me you don't go to Walmart and you see, you know, oh, I'm gonna, there's there's the expensive uh, macaroni and cheese, 
And then there's the great value macaroni and cheese. You know mm. what? Great value macaroni and cheese is fire. So, you know, I'm going to buy that one. You know, it's pretty good. I'm not calling Truex. Is, if, if he's, he's more like shells and cheese. Because <laughs> oh, shells and cheese, I think, is it's not even an argument that that's the superior mac and cheese in a box. But, uh, you know, that's the difference. <laughs> I'm really... I'm really showing my weight problem here. <laughs> um, I mean, mac and cheese, though. Yeah, I love mac and cheese. Everyone <laughs> does. Uh, but, I mean, I feel bad for him, too. Like, Eric Alarola, he, the thing is, everyone's going to be like, man, remember that stretch he went on? And I think that what's going to happen is it's going to be, you know, remember that stretch he went on and then he didn't get, like, any wins? Like, I feel bad. Like, I want him to get yeah. one win. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to see yeah. Eric, Eric Alarola win not on a super speedway because if the last six weeks have shown anything or the random Kansas race or whatever races that he's randomly done really good and let a bunch of laps where he didn't win. I mean, if those races have shown anyway, he could totally do it. He just, I don't know. Is it choking? I don't know what it is. Well, in this race, it looks like they just it didn't adjust the car enough to really catch up with the, you know, maintain its balance over the racetrack. Because when you're when you're out there running for several hours, I mean, Eric Alvarola basically dominated the first half of that race, leading 128 laps by far and away the highest total in this race. I think next was Truex, who had what 57 the entire yeah. way. So, uh, you know, he, he it just didn't look like Alvarola and his team did, did a good enough job to. Uh, keep up with the racetrack, the changing, uh, changing track conditions. And, you know, when he, when he got back, he, he, I think he said something like this over the radio, the dirty air just killed that car. Oh yeah. And, and you know, again, I, I hearken back to this issue that I've always had with NASCAR. It's that when air is issue, the racing quality goes down, like straight down, unless it's Daytona or Talladega when, you know, that's you, the only time it helps. Yeah. When 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 you use the draft so seriously to to basically stay competitive in a race, and you know not even the draft is enough sometimes. So right now for Al Almarola, his um, that team is absolutely on a roll, but they just lost it and weren't able to to seal the deal in a race that they it looked like they had so clearly in hand for the first half of it, if that. I think that that's the the big issue with NASCAR right now is that if if there's anything that needs to be fixed, it needs to be this dirty air issue. Dirty yeah. air can like I don't know how you fix that. Um, I mean, I don't think like IndyCar has an issue with dirty air. Just the way those cars are set up, they're just super aerodynamic. But um, I just feel like find a way to make that not be a factor. Find a way that the, like, because the other thing is you see a car. I mean, when they start battling lap traffic, usually the guy does a pretty good job and is, can hold the lead. But like, where, what's the, where's the dirty air there? You know? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's like that, but it's just how it is. And that's the one thing that needs to be changed. Um, and, and to be totally honest with you, it might not have been that it might've just been how the car handled in traffic because sometimes when you're out there leading 28 laps 
and you're you're free and clear the entire for what seems the entire way and then you get stuck in traffic the car handles better uh, differently because you have to drive differently you have to actually pass people yeah. you know hold yeah. your you got to block people you're not you're not exactly at the front of the field anymore so you know for for Almirola, it could have been a handling issue it could have been a dirty air issue and you know right now that team knows a lot better than we do yeah i um you know, I I'm I heard you know this wasn't the best race, um, and if you look at the Jeff Gluck poll, it's surprising that with a finish normally that good, it yeah. kind of it would usually skew that poll, and it didn't this time. Yeah, it was about fifty fifty, and the thing is the finish was awesome, and that's what we're seeing I think every single week, um, where these restarts is where you pass, and then that's it. Once you get the lead, you have it. Uh, Cole Custer, I mean, he just planned it right. The guy planned it perfect. Um, and you think about the rookies. I mean, we have, I have been the one that's been like, Cole Custer's done nothing this season. He's done nothing at all. He's this is this win was his third top ten of the year. I mean, that's how many races? How many races in are we? Uh, Seventeen races in. This was his third top ten. He hasn't done anything. Um, yeah. where you look at Tyler Reddick and that RCR eight, where we kept saying, Oh, RCR is not that good. RCR is not that good. Tyler Reddick has some winning cars at other tracks. Just didn't really pan out to get the win. Crashed at Phoenix, finished fourth at uh, Homestead. I mean, he got 10th in this race. Reddick is, he, he's really good right there. He's the only rookie that is on the bubble to make the playoffs based on points. Uh, Christopher Bell started off really bad. He's really put together a hell of a season uh, in this second half. Um, And now you have Cole Custer's in. Cole Custer's locked in to the playoffs. Now, isn't he? For next year? Yep. He was in this year's All-Star race because of it. Oh, that's right. So it's just like, and yeah, it sucks for Tyler Reddick because he's the one that is the best driver so far, you know, like it's just hands down. The guy's got five top fives this season and a top 10. I mean, or five top fives. Wow. Five top tens and a top five this season. I mean, he's done pretty good. I mean, even with Cole Custer's win, um, he still has a worse average finish than Tyler Reddick. Uh, not by far because the win totally pushed that up, but, and it helped Custer out, got him the 20th in points. So, I mean, but Cole Custer's not like it's not like he's not deserving though. I mean, the big yeah. three were the big three for a reason in Xfinity. Those guys were all really good, and I think Custer winning, and given how Christopher Bell's been running and how Tyler Reddick's been running, shows that these guys have a big future in this sport. Yeah, and NASCAR really couldn't have a better group of young men in their series in the cup series that look like they're just going to steer the ship in the exact right way. Cause we've seen Cole Custer get out there and just tear the, the, tear the tires off and just, you know, absolutely rake for lack of a better word in the Xfinity series. We've seen Christopher Bell do that. We've seen Tyler Reddick win back-to-back championships with two different teams, you know, Christopher Bell just finally, he finally, he's been starting, like, he started 34th at Kentucky. He's mm-hmm. been in that lower range for the past, since COVID started. Yeah. Um, just cracked top 24. He's currently 23rd in points. Uh, he does have the same amount of top fives and top tens as Redick, but it just goes to show 
uh, Christopher Bell's had a lot of issues, other than Reddick hasn't had as many. So, yeah, it's gonna be as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. It's gonna be real interesting. Um, especially, I mean, it is official. The Daytona Road Course is taking over for uh, Watkins Glen. As much as that hurts me, I'm very happy to see the road course um, be running. Uh, I've, I've been wanting Cup Series, or I've been wanting NASCAR in general to run the road course at Daytona. I mean, let's let's see how it goes. Um, we were waiting on the Clash. It is going to be a points-paying race. Uh, also, m- smaller shout-out that I remembered... Shout out to Andy Lally, who I've always been a fan of since he joined NASCAR. I thought I've always just liked him for no reason. I got to meet him at uh, the Salem Six Hours at the Glen in 2013? Question mark 2012? I don't remember when. Um, Love Andy Lally, good guy. Uh, He apparently on Twitter says that he has an offer for a good and competitive ride for the Xfinity Road Course races. Which I would assume includes the Roval. Ooh. Um, so that's Road America, Daytona Road Course, and the Roval. Every time Andy Lally's got in a pretty, like, crappy car in Xfinity, he's put that car top 10 every road course race. I wonder what ride he is talking about. I hope he, he needs some sponsorship. He said he only needs a little bit. I hope he gets it, because Andy Lally is the man. I mm. really am excited about that. But... Daytona Road Course. I mean, he will win. He will win that Xfinity race if he's in it. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. I'm calling it. I'm, I'm calling it right now. All right. Andy Lally's in the Daytona Road Course race for Xfinity. He will win. This That's- is, and this is the Andy Lally podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting pick. You know, it, the the first um. So it's a it's a month away. I'm making my pick for the road course a month away. <laughs> first car that comes to mind in the Xfinity series is the eight car that has interchangeable drivers pretty much every other week. That would be insane. Yeah, the uh, junior motorsports machine. If he files that car, he's going to be horrifyingly difficult to beat. But he's going to he's going to face some people who are way more comfortable in those cars than he will be because of uh, you know current uh, road course specialists like uh, the 22 of Austin Sendrick. AJ not- Allmendinger. Yep, AJ Allmendinger will absolutely be there. If he's not, I'll cry. Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be, that would be and- that would be devastating if he's not there. Yeah. If I were to say it's going to be any car, if it's going to be any car, he has done a lot uh, with, I'm pretty sure, didn't he drive for Goslin? most recent i can't remember if he did i know he drove uh he's driven for ss Greenlight before um but if i were to guess what car it's gonna be i'm gonna guess the o2 our motorsports uh brett moffitt he might want to do it for daytona road course to get experience for the uh truck series race right um also i think andy lally could could get a top five uh not over brett moffitt in that car in a road course um, but if I, if I were to put any money, my, my bet for any, uh, if I were to put money on where, what car he'd be in, it would totally be the O2 in my opinion. That mm-hmm. seems like a car that has speed that is partially competitive. People have seen some pretty good speed out of them this year. I mean, Brent Moffitt is a hell of a driver, but 
they've had some finishes. I mean, a couple top tens. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna check out the O2. Um, four top tens this season, and one top five with Brett Moffitt. Uh, that's impressive for a new team in this sport. I think that put Andy Lally in that car. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> He's gonna do good. Be a lot of be really interesting to see how he does. Um, who knows? Who knows where he's going to go? Uh, we didn't even talk about the All Star race. We do need to cover that All Star race was last night, folks. Um, and it was at Bristol. It had yep. the uh, underglow. It had the moved <laughs> numbers. Um, and That's- what else? Oh, the choose cone. Yeah, choose cone hurt feelings. Um, if I were to say any th- last night's wins, let's go, let's do that. Let's do wins and losses. Uh, wins for the first all-star race at Bristol. Um, the number placement. I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. Uh, not- I still don't want it. I still don't want it. Let me put that out there. I'll make that clear. The number goes in the middle of the car. Okay. Underneath the door. Or the window, whatever. You get what I'm saying. Driver's, driver's side door. Mm-hmm. However, it, I liked it. I thought it was yeah, something about it. I mean, if Xfinity was like, hey, we're going to do something different, I'm like, I'd be like, okay, like I don't care. Like, go ahead. Like, help Xfinity cars get better sponsorship stuff because there's more billboard spot. You know what I mean? Billboard yep. room. Right. I wouldn't be upset with that. But I didn't hate that. I was, I, that's a win, in my opinion. Um, Chase Elliott. Because he actually won the damn thing. Congrats, Chase. Uh, was a win on win there. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other wins to the... Oh, Ma- uh, Matthew Benedetto winning his way in to the All-Star race. That's cool for yeah. him. Uh, um, Eric Almarola and who's the other one? William Byron. Yep. There are some winners. Uh, that, uh, the All-Star Open. I'll put that on my list of wins. That was a great race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would even put... Because I'm pretty sure it was a full Spire car. Justin Haley actually wasn't last. Proud of him. And uh, <laughs> I'll give him the win there, too. Uh, lo- losers. Losers. Uh, Bristol. I, I expected a better race. Uh, not Bristol's fault. I want to blame the traction compound. Something was off. It just didn't work. It Something did not work last night. Sorry. It, 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 just I don't know. The race wasn't. There's something about it. The race wasn't bad, but it wasn't necessarily good. You know, an all star race is always like the. I feel like you're always getting different leaders. It's very close racing, and that's short tracks are notorious for close racing. But it seemed that when a guy got the lead, was able to pull away. Mm-hmm. We saw three leaders last night. That's it. Yeah. And Chase Elliott basically dominated the thing from when he from the moment he took the lead. Yeah. And when he fell back under the, the pit stops, he he disposed of Ryan Blaney really quickly. So exactly, it, it's not like there was anyone who really could challenge uh, Chase Elliott, even though Kyle Busch got there and you know started to put some pressure on him. Oh, but eventually- I want to put Kyle Busch on my win list too. Oh yeah, Need, needed a good. He just needed some sort of momentum. He's done nothing this season. I, I will count this one as a as a feel good for him. I'd put that on a win. I definitely put a loss for Bubba Wallace. Um, oh yeah, uh, loss? No, 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 no. Not just Bubba. Oh my how God. about the how about the biggest? Literally failed. F. 
F's out to not F's because normally that's for respect. Um, whatever is the most disrespectful thing you could say to uh, whatever fans cheered for Bubba Wallace wrecking. Oh, leave! My. You can leave this sport. We Those do not want you. Scumbags. Who does that? Like fuck you! I don't even care. Like that is what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Oh, boo! The person who wants to uh, support human rights is he wrecked? Or, or no? Yay! The guy who supports human rights is wrecked. Yay! No, you look like a dumbass. We don't want you here because you are a racist. Bye bye. Yeah, totally dismiss that uh, that kind of uh, attitude there. Uh, I'm pretty sure Michael McDowell did it on purpose, but I'm I'm not exactly one in the the no with that i just don't like the way he came out of turn two it looked with, like it was uh, a little on purpose yeah with with bubba wallace to his inside and you know it was just it was just so perfectly timed uh to to just you know dispose of the guy who just moved you out of the way because you were so goddamn slow so and he and he uh he wasn't clear because no. when he went and hit the 43, he then got into the 24. Yep. So, it was, I don't know. I think that it's, uh, a lot of people were defending uh, Michael McDowell. I'm pretty sure it was the same people who booed or, or uh, who cheered for the wreck. Uh, people were defending Michael McDowell saying, that's just short track racing. You know, no. as no, in that's... Denny Hamlin's uh, impression of Joey Logano. Uh, yeah. But it's not. That wasn't short track racing. Who gets loose going straight? Um, that was screwed up. You don't do that. That was... Oh, oh, the guy nudged you in the all-star open. I'm going to wreck the guy. Honestly, get out of here, Michael McDowell. That un, uncalled for. There's nothing you can do to defend that. Because it, it, that was... It was blatantly obvious. I, I do want to give Bubba Wallace a big W there because he left the front court, uh, the front fender... On Bubba Wallace's oh, Bubba no, Wallace W trailer, post wreck Bubba W. Yep, absolutely. And he um, didn't make words in the the uh, interview either. Uh, I I didn't mind what he said because he's just like the God fearing, uh, you know, person who preaches respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you race with a little bit of respect? You know, yeah. Bubba gave you a little bump. It's a short track. Quit crying. You know. And it's not the first moment that Michael McDowell's had where, you know, he 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 drives kind of coldly and you know gets confronted about it. Remember, I think it was Phoenix a couple of years ago. He was confronted by Michael McDowell and fists were for um, Daniel Suarez and mm-hmm. fists were. So, you know, not the first time he's had a moment. He'll he would have almost played off the character of the good guy who, you know, just had a racing deal and, you know, just would have been one of those uh, moments again from him. But, you know, j- just very difficult to uh, not to to understand any logic that he would have used to, to defend that wreck. Yeah. Um, a couple L's I want to hand out to the underfunded teams. Um, oh. No, I, I got a reason. I do have a reason behind it. It's like, I totally get it. Like, I mean, you have the sponsors, like Brennan, oh. Brennan Poole, Garrett Smithley, Quinn Hauf, J.J. Yaley, Joey Gase. Totally get it. Um, 
The only way you're going to get in is Josh Wise Dogecoin. That's the only way. <laughs> you're not going to race your way in. Bristol, I think, was the biggest shot they had to try to, like, maybe race their way in. Because mm-hmm. if the field took themselves out and Joey Gase's handling didn't go with, you know, seven with ten laps to go, yeah, I, I that. think that, you know then maybe that's probably the biggest shot they got is a track like Bristol. But at the same time, I just, I mean, why, why even show up and, and risk your equipment? You know, why not stay back a week like Timmy Hill and MBM did shout out MBM, who I think is going to have a pretty good car this weekend. Not the best car, but they're going to be better prepared. I think going into this weekend. You know, maybe, but I, 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 I understand and I'm, I actually totally agree with your point on that. But, you know, the, the sponsors were all probably like, I'll give you an extra $30,000 if you attend the race. Yeah, because. I'm sure. And uh, honestly, I mean, you don't blame them. I don't blame them. Yep. Go ahead. You know, we, I mean, you're in NASCAR, go for it. But at the same time, it's just like, if, if J.J. Yaley won... I I would I would shit my pants. I don't know what I would do. Like that's insane. That would be <laughs> that I you know, I would put a dollar on that happening as a bet and win a million. You know, like that's the chance it ha- it is. So I, I did really enjoy the racing that we saw in the open. I loved the bumping and the banging. I loved it. It was really th- good. Yeah, I thought the open was good. It's just that it turns out that the actual all-star race itself maybe left a little bit to be desired because people wanted to use the outside lane and were disappointed when it didn't come into effect. Uh, yeah. Cause that was that, that, that Kyle Bush had, he said yeah. uh, something along the lines of if the outside lane was a little bit more in, you know, if we, if the racing was a little bit longer tonight, maybe we had a shot at him and, you know, maybe he would have, maybe he wouldn't have because yeah. as we've seen so many times getting there is one thing, passing him is another. So Ultimately, it, it, I, I do kind of wish that, ah, you know what, I'll say this. Having the inside line back in Bristol uh, made it look really good, in my opinion. I don't exactly love that we didn't see the, the wild aggression. At least I don't think we saw the wild aggression that we've seen so many times at Bristol Motor Speedway. I, I think we saw some bumping and running. I think, um, you know, I think we saw a lot of bumping and running, actually. But, you know, I, I don't think that anyone was super thrilled to see it. You know what I mean? I think yeah, I wanted all-star ra- racing uh, to have, you know, side-by-side to the line and, and you know, door slamming and, and just just hardcore stuff that we didn't get to see in this race. I think... Um, Personally, I think it was a, a a good race. I thought it was fine. I'd be totally content with them holding another All Star race at Bristol. Motors. I hope they do. I I definitely hope they do that. Uh, Bristol's awesome. It's just something was off. Yep. And, uh, and I, I, and I, I, let Underglow happen. First of all, let Underglow match the team sponsors. However, they want it, whatever color they want to choose. If the team wants to all have the same underglow co- color, let that be their prerogative, not the uh, uh, by manufacturer. And two, um, um, oh shit, uh, never mind. Choose cone. I think choose cone needs another chance. 
You know, I think the choose cone was was an interesting take because you saw. Uh, uh, I think it was stupid that Ryan Blaney decided to line up right behind Chase Elliott instead of taking it to the bottom because he had no chance to win that race after that point. So uh, I thought it was interesting that Denny Hamlin started on the inside and then just did not go on that last restart, um, bogging down his teammate, I think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just just a a, a, I thought I thought it was great. I really did. Um, But when the car on the inside just doesn't go, it kind of take defeats the purpose of the entire thing. I think the choose cone, um, like Bristol's a good place to start it. I think mm. uh, there are other tracks that it can be more successful at. Um, I don't think the choose cone is necessary at Daytona or Talladega. Oh. Um, I think that it would actually cause a couple issues. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I think it would cause some issues, but at the same time, make things interesting. So it's like, okay, all the Chevys are going to try to line up, you know, behind each other. And there's a Ford, like, I'm going to have to take the inside and screw up that Chevy line. You know, like, they could do whatever they want and something like that. But uh, a track, like, you know, we're, we, we've seen a lot of tracks this season. I mean, you don't want the outside at Martinsville. You don't want the outside at, at uh, Richmond. I mean, Bristol's a good spot to start it, but I, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it again. Um, not sure... How? But I'd like to see it again. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something they, like the caution clock, they maybe they'll implement this to trucks next season. Mm-hmm. I would be pretty happy with that. I think that'd be a good spot to give it a go. And if it goes well, they yeah. might start implementing it and everything else. If it doesn't, it'll be removed and stages will be made. Like what happened. <laughs> That's basically what happened for the truck series. Caution clock didn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the worst of all things. I think NASCAR's done the caution clock. Oh, that was that was yeah. No, we're, let's please not bring that back. <laughs> that was a nightmare. I hated that. Um, yeah. Uh, podcast has gone real long today. Let's just uh, let's go into our picks. Um, sure. yeah. Uh, I'll go first again because I am selfish. <laughs> uh, my uh, truck series pick. Um, we got Sheldon Creed in the pole. And fingers in second, and that's literally the first, the only two drivers who have gotten victories this season, starting uh, one and two. Uh, the fifty-one is going to be driven by Kyle Busch this race, Ooh, so boy. now my pick has been changed. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch because that's who I am. Um, I think you know he's the guy. Uh, it's hard to beat him. Uh, his biggest challenges, I think, this race, other than uh, a couple of the Truck Series regulars. Um, I'm sure Sheldon Creed will put some pressure on him. As we've seen, Zane Smith could easily do it as well. But Justin Haley uh, is in this race. Uh, he could put some pressure. Uh, Ross Chastain, always a factor. Um, so, yeah, I think Kyle Busch is going to win. Pretty easy pick there for me. Uh, for the Xfinity Series, um, hmm, Kyle Busch also in this race. All oh, right. So uh, do I go back to back? No, I don't. Because why? I, who would I be uh, for this race? I'm gonna go with Ross Chastain. I think you know this is the race where he finally breaks through, gets a win here. We got Michael Lynette in the pole, Jeb Burton starting second. Um, I like Ross. I like what's going on with Colleg. I think Colleg is getting it together. Uh, I would love to see Ross finally get pull one, pull through, and get a, his first victory at Texas. Uh, and then for the Cup Series, um, hmm. It's Texas, man. I mean, this track is just a nightmare. <laughs> it's just, it's, n- n- uh, yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go with our pole sitter for this race. Uh, Eric Almarola has been just incredible. He's been incredible. And his top 10 streak does continue after the All-Star race, given the ninth, with a 10th or 9th place in the All-Star race. Uh, on the pole for this race, uh, I think he's got it. I think it's going to be Eric Almarola's first one of the season to get him in the playoffs. Hmm. Mm. Casey, what do you think? Okay, uh, let's see. Trucks? I oh, don't wait, 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 wait. Ryan Blaney's my random fantasy. Hell yeah. Okay, okay there you go. Go, go ahead. <laughs> um, Zane Smith, I don't know what it is. I think you're going to have, have their act together. Sorry, push to talk. I'm on my phone because my computer decided to disconnect. Um, I don't know. I feel like Zane Smith's going to be really good on the mile and a half this year. Like, he's going to kind of, um, he's going to have, who am I thinking of who just kind of came out of nowhere and was good on the mile and a half? Somebody last year. But anyway, he he just looks exciting. I feel like the twenty the 21 team's knocking on the door. They just got to find a way to put it all together. GMS as a whole has got to find someone who's going to put it all together. Um, as for Xfinity, you, you went with the bold route and we're like, Ross Chastain, I'm just, I, I can't go against Kyle Busch for Xfinity. I can't see him not winning it. Wait, uh, so you went against Kyle Busch for the truck series where he's been more dominant. I just, I feel like something's going to happen to him. It's going to be speeding or some tires going to go or yeah. something. I don't know. I just have a gut feeling. Um, and Zane Smith, I guess is going to be the beneficiary for it for, ooh, for cup i don't know it that feels like a hell of a lot more of a toss-up to me um chase elliott i don't know i think he'll probably carry the all-star momentum forward and do that and i think i got kevin harvick for my random fantasy and so that's why i didn't choose hard way but um i'd I'd say that's pretty solid not too shabby let me brush my shoulders off a little bit here you know (laughs) James, on to you. I despise Texas Motor Speedway. I think it is an abomination to NASCAR. I think the, I think the, um, the uh, uh, recent remodeling of the racetrack to just totally dumb down turns one and two have made the track infinitely worse. I had respect for it before, but it's just so hideous right now it really just i i really want texas the texas motor speedway to just be crumbled up like a piece of paper and thrown into the garbage and just have the texas races run at um uh uh, uh the circuit of the americas hell yeah please the point where it's just stock cars made for road course racing so uh that that in mind i have no problem picking kyle bush for both the Gander Outdoor uh, Trucks, Gander Out RV and Outdoor Truck Series events, and the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series race, and no, I'm kidding, I'm not taking him for the uh, uh, Cup Series race. For the Cup Series, I'm actually going to take Kevin Harvick. I was really impressed with how Harvick. I, I he won this race a couple years ago, I think, and um, I think he's going to do it again. I think he he. He's got a little bit more momentum than uh, either Chase Elliott or Denny Hamlin. I do think it's going to be another finish where Harvick beats Hamlin by a spot or two. Chase Elliott's probably going to be in the low uh, portions of the top 10. I think they're all very good picks, but 
I, I just think that Kevin Harvick is the man to beat here this weekend. My random fantasy pick is the number 95 of um, the... Uh, of... Yeah. Christopher Bell. That's the guy. Wow. <laughs> having an issue. Yeah. Sounded like he had a stroke. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't figure out who the fuck the 95 driver was. Uh, Reem sponsorship on that Toyota Camry. It's taken a little while for that machine to really step up. I think he's going to get a top 15. Not a top 10, top 15. He's starting uh. third, which is not great. But, you know, definitely definitely going to have a car for a good top, good top 15. Where's he starting? 33rd. Uh, he's wait. Christopher Bell is starting thirty. Oh, he's no. probably not in the top twenty-four because of the forty-two. Mm. What other car would be above him that would put him below? Because he should be. What other car is got? Is there another driver this season who is in? Oh my! Nope, not not Jimmy Johnson because he's because he's uh still up there in points. Mm-hmm. Oh, the six. Newman. No. There you go. Where's Newman in points right now? If he's 25th or 24th, it would make sense. Yeah. He is 26th. There you go. There you yeah. go. It's Newman. That's why he's still. Oh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So he's on my team again this year for DraftKings and uh, and uh, <laughs> um, DraftKings and FanDuel. Um. So can't thank you guys enough for listening. Another long episode. Shout out to Bubba Wallace for winning that. Uh, was it the Burnsy Award? Uh, just a good yeah. Samaritan. Uh much deserving uh so shout out to him also uh we didn't mention it but tony stewart ray everham bring him back an irock series of sorts uh the srx all-star is gonna be on short tracks possibly a dirt track not sure what cars are gonna run that's gonna be real cool we'll talk about that next week um before the back of car podcast eric weller james atherley casey lester thank you guys for listening and have a great one see ya